Three men are under arrest and charged in connection with a fatal drive-by shooting that took place in Washington Heights. Police say Raheem... In New York City tonight, the major headline after that unprovoked and deadly attack at a bus stop. Tonight, 18-year-old Brian Dowling led into a police car in handcuffs. Brian, why'd you do it? Charged with murder with depraved indifference. New this morning, police are searching for the person behind uh, what ended up being a deadly shooting in Brooklyn. Officers say a 31-year-old man was shot in the stomach just before 3.30 this morning on Eastern Parkway in Brownsville. I leaned against my car, the thick cloud of cigarette smoke hanging in the air. The notorious party house on Louisiana Avenue was before me, bathed in the neon glow of streetlights. Kelson Fleury's lifeless body lay cold on the pavement, the aftermath of a wild gathering gone wrong. Another night in East Atlanta. I took a drag and surveyed the scene. Witnesses shuffled their feet unwilling to meet my gaze. The tension in the air was palpable, like a storm brewing. The silence spoke volumes. This neighborhood had its secrets, and they weren't about to be spilled. Ricky Gibson, the man behind these weekly shenanigans, leaned against the porch, his eyes avoiding mine. Detective Donovan? He drawled. I can explain. I raised an eyebrow, the smoke swirling around me. Can it tell me why Fleury ended up face down on the pavement? Gibson shifted uncomfortably, beads of sweat forming on his forehead. It was chaos, you know. Everyone's having a good time and then shots rang out. We didn't see who did it. Chaos, huh? Funny how, um, funny how chaos seems to follow you like a shadow. A voice emerged from the darkness. A figure stepping into the dim light. Shadow, they called him. An eyewitness. I turned my attention to him, my detective instincts kicking in. Shadow, what did you see? He hesitated, eyes darting around as if afraid the darkness itself might betray him. Fleury was leaving the party. Someone followed him out. Shots fired. My mind piecing together the puzzle. You don't sound surprised. Shadow's gaze hardened. This never scored a memory, detective. We've seen this before. As I continued my investigation, I met Kenneth Kitson, a neighbor worn down by the incessant noise and chaos. Detective, this party house is tearing as a parking spot. His frustration evident in his voice. I leaned in, locking eyes with Kitson. It's not just a noise, is it? There's something deeper. Kitson's gaze wavered, and he let out a sigh. You're damn right. This Neville's got wounds that go way back. Fleury's just the latest victim. As I delved into Fleury's past, I discovered a connection to a murder case. His involvement buried beneath layers of secrets. The plot thickened, and I knew I was on to something big. The pattern echoed. Fleury's murder, the cold case, Gibson's presence. The threads intertwined, forming a tapestry of guilt impossible to ignore. 
Gibson was the puppeteer of chaos, orchestrating wild parties that masked the deeper, sinister connection. You've been dancing on the edge, Gibson. The murder years back. You're tied to it, aren't you? I was young. It was a mess. A mess you buried deep. Fleury's death isn't just a stray bullet. It's your past catching up. It was a mess. The truth, heavy on his tongue. I never meant for this. The reckoning's here, Gibson. Sometimes, the shadows hold the answers, and it's our job to bring them to light. As the first light of dawn broke, the truth emerged from the darkness. A weight Gibson could no longer escape. And I stood, a sentinel of justice, ready to tear down the walls of deception, no matter how high they stood. In the end, as the sun peeked over the horizon, I knew that even in the darkest corners of East New York, justice could prevail. And maybe, just maybe, this neighborhood could find its way back to the light.